Hello and welcome to Chat Cave Podcast. I was being careful, I almost said the new name. <laughs> uh, where we break down and review a movie and, you know, just try to have a bit of fun for one last hoorah. Hoorah! hoorah! Uh, I'm your host, Drinking Thomas Shoes. I'm Geeky Bear, aka the loser of the group. That's true, he is. Uh, I'm back for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> last time for a <laughs> while. Oh, well, it's like. We could call you Channing Tatum. Hey! You're back for just right. one last hurrah. Right, time is gone. Bye. You, you, you the... <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> there goes my layout. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, bitch. Put your cap... There you go. <laughs> <sighs> Biggest fuck you ever. Um, anyway, uh, today, yeah, we're rounding out the month and Shatter Cave. By discussing the final entry before the reboot comes out, which is technically in America, but it's not out in the UK till like middle of next month. Fuck you for doing that. Um, in the form of Jojo Retaliation. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's out now in the US, but it's not till the sixteenth over here. So you've already watched it on naughty mm. websites. I have not. Mm-hmm. Me and Tom live in America. Yeah, we're but <laughs> Nah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for it to come out. I just want to mm. see if it's as bad as critics have said it is. <coughs> or, as, like it looks... or as decent as fans have said it is. I was going to say, it looks okay from the trailer that you sent. Yeah, it, looked, it looked decent. Apparently most of the complaints is to do The action sequence was a bit dicey apparently and the story's a bit generic which to be fair oh yeah both movies like, have had ge- yeah both movies have so far had generic stories so you know I mean, what, people are, fits, right? what were people expecting i think mm. people are probably expecting like a bumblebee moment like one that can sell oh, with yeah. the franchise but not gonna happen for gi joe well for audiences maybe it's maybe salvage it for them but not for critics so Anyway, um, this was released in 2013 by director. What's his name? What's his name? John M. Chu, who, you know, uh, did some of the Step Up movies back in the day. Uh, but he sort of he sort of rose to fame recently in the last like couple of years, thanks to films such as Crazy Rich Asians and most recently In the Heights. So obviously he sort of picked up since obviously these sort of like mid-card movies to do basically mm. big, well-known, critically acclaimed, audience-acclaimed movies. So obviously, sort of that idea of maybe th- these are just like a grain work. you got to start somewhere, basically. you got to start somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this, is, this is why he's not allowed in the new ones yet a while. Until he's got rid of that cough, he's not allowed in the new ones. No! <laughs> um, but yeah... Uh, so obviously he sort of rose to fame since then and obviously the thing that pisses me off the most is the fact that obviously it's probably a thing that does annoy you as well the fact that it established all these characters in the first film yeah and then just ditched them apart from Chain Tatum who gets what did I say was it 30 26 minutes like 20, 26 yeah. minutes 26 minutes he gets in this movie before they kill him off which is such yeah. a it, it, but obviously, we, it was a generic character in the first film, but I mean, you've established yeah. him. What's the point in fucking him off? You've 
He might as well just like yeah. not, not brought him back. Yeah, he might as well just like he, doing what he, he did with the characters. Well. He worked well, well with um, the Rock. Rock. He yeah. worked really well with him. It's just a shame we didn't but, get to see like a full movie of them like bantering with each other. Yeah, mm. like if you're gonna bring him back, you might as well bring him back for the entirety of the movie, and yeah. maybe like so the, kill one of the ones off. Then not two, like then two that. Uh, so then he two that really come back properly. Snake Eyes and obviously the actor who plays Storm Shadow. They're the only two that actually mm. come back. Mm. And obviously the guy who plays Zartan, but you can really count that. It's like two scenes of one the CGI face and a second of just in yeah. the floor. So can you really count that? Just, no. And obviously the guy who plays the president, so that's it. But then again, he wasn't the major yeah. character in the first film, so... Yeah. It's kind of a kick in the balls of establishing all these pre-existing characters and just going, oh yeah, so now we've got The Rock, uh, we've got uh, these two new characters. Hmm. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, and Electra's here like, before she's Electra. Yeah. <laughs> I liked The Rock. Like, yeah. and he's quite a good character. And I, obviously I liked um, Mockingbird. I was going to keep calling up the names of uh, all the characters they've done. Lady J, that's it. But I'm going to keep calling her Mockingbird because that's what she is. But, but they were good characters. It's more of, it would be nice if to at least have yeah. a reference to previous characters other than just having Magic Mike pop in. I mean, I'd, be nice that. That was, I'd get my attention more than the, uh, the taking the shirt off scene at the beginning. So it, it would have been quite funny as well if obviously they kept like sort of Marlon Wayne's character and had like uh, chain tape in between Marlon Wayne's and The Rock. Like, they're, they're, yeah, all, they're all cool. just like throwing insults at each other. That would have been hilarious to watch. Like like Marlon trying to like join in with the banter but failing like, miserably. Yeah. yeah. That would have been trying cool. To, trying to like square up to The Rock as well. And then he could have, yeah. ex- then he could have explained like what happened to Scarlet in, uh, from the first one. He could be like, oh, she's done a mission or something. That's yeah. I could have explained like that would have been easy because I don't explain where anyone <laughs> else has gone. No. They obviously the only one that really explains gone is obviously Chain Tatum's character Duke for the fact obviously that it, blo- it blows up after twenty six minutes. Yep. But it's he like dies, you don't even know. You don't even know what happens to the main leader guy from the first film. The when general. he was leading all the Joe, the general Hawk. We don't see what happens to him. Yeah. yeah. Not explained, is it? Gone. Everyone's pretty much just gone, which is a shame. But I will give this movie a credit for the fact that. Uh, obviously, though it does use a couple of sequences of CGI, it doesn't heavily mm. utilise it like the first film. It, yeah. No, it knew yeah. there was issues with the CGI of the first film. And mm. this time, obviously, the only time it really does it is obviously that face change, which only really looked terrible yeah. when it showed you the other guy's face. And obviously, the, um, <laughs> the jumping around on the mountain But that, that, yeah. that had yeah. to have CGI for yeah. logis- obviously logic reasons. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean- other than that, there's no real major CGI present. Obviously, the fireflies, yeah. but they're not bad. They're okay. But the first, like the first film, it was very like Spy Kids oh, or yeah. for adults, oh, really. You, you never got yeah. to sl- you never got to slander the CGI in the first one. Go on, go on, slander. In the first film, it just looked so like very over the top fake, and everything was all like designed to look like fucking toys. It was really, really bad. I couldn't take it seriously. Whereas in this one, it's a lot more like a normal action-packed film. It just happens to be a G.I. Joe. But they have the all- god-awful suits that they used in the first film. Honestly, I hate it. I've got the stupid, like, over-the-top vehicles. Yeah, we've got that one, like, little assault vehicle, but that at least looked like something the miniature would have. Yeah. Instead of, like, being this over-the-top, like, like like a toy, the first film just felt like 
please. Whereas the second one is more like a normal, like, Mission Impossible or fucking Fast and Furious type kind of thing, that the extravagant science. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it looks better, this one does. It has a better feel to it. It's, it's just it's the it, characters not being yeah. there just fucks it up. Yeah. But it'd work better if this was a standalone the, film. If, or, if this was the fir- or, or if this was the first movie instead of the other one. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, like, it, all you've got to do is like, not mention G.I. Joe's at all. And it's a completely different film. Normal mm. film. And we don't even really need, like, this extravagant Cobra looking villain. I mean, it's like, if you remove those parts, it's a normal action packed film, which you think would, would work better than it being a G.I. Joe film. I feel the thing is I think with that though obviously then that that takes out the likes of Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes, which are a big yeah, draw. They do also kind of work as characters, are they? I mean, well, but, oh, Snake Eyes is getting fucking movie, so obviously he can work as good a character by himself. Well, Storm Shadow's in that movie as well. No, well, yeah, but you know, and Scarlet and mm. Baroness, mm. basically some of the characters that are still yeah. there. But I mean. Basically, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. It, mm. Obviously, it could obviously if you got rid of some aspects and altered it, like it would definitely work as its own standalone movie. Probably would get the same response near enough because it's just you know you're running yeah. an action film. But I mean, I feel yeah, like I feel like fair. I feel like the fact they sort of had to do this to round out some of the aspects from the first film. But the fact yeah. that the Zartan end credit thing, we needed some coverage of that. Obviously, there was a lot that needed to be rounded up. Obviously, uh, sorry, mm. uh, and obviously there is. Some bits left after this, obviously, with Cobra Commander getting away, which would then set up like a third movie or something to deal with that aspect. But I mean, that you can just say he's just got away and he's in hiding there. So you can obviously you can just say that yeah, it's over now, it's done. Whereas obviously, the first one you couldn't really for the fact they ended on a cliffhanger. So you needed this second movie to finish off that yeah. story. And I'll give yeah. it respect because obviously sometimes these sort of obviously just like a sequel like this, they just ignore a lot of that story and just do its own story. Mm. But I give respect for actually carrying on the story from the last one and finishing it up properly. Yeah. And to be fair as well, like I said, it's very rare that a sequel is actually better than the original. And I think this one is better than the original. Yeah. Mm, I feel yeah, like in some aspects, I'd... yeah, but I still feel like it's, it just annoys me the fact that they got, they established everyone and this didn't use any of them from the first one. Yeah, I guess that. But also they were even that good in the original like the only person that I liked was Marlon but the rest I, I didn't give a shit about so but I actually liked a lot of the characters in this one just to be I'd see it as more like I don't mind that the characters are gone it's more of a it, those to know at least where they are but like I said it, it probably works better as the like first film because Tarantino didn't really need much introduction in this film because yeah. he felt like a, no- a normal soldier just like they all did they all felt like this was own film it didn't feel like a sequel to a really shit film that be honest yeah. really shit film he gave a six um <laughs> that to me is like shit basically like six above average six and below gener- ICC is six is like generic basically yeah Especially for the time it came out as well, I would say. Yeah. 
Like when did this one come out again? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Ah, okay. So hmm. four years later. Yeah. Obviously, they benched it for a while after the only just about <laughs> getting the money back on the first one. Then again, this only just got, got his money back as well. I think this earned uh, near a, a very similar amount. Uh, which I'll do yeah. Google just to double confirm that. And they and they thought to mm. do snake eyes. That's why he got benched for so long. Uh, they're, uh, they're trying to bring back like some sort of look into it. Uh, the first one was a $175 million uh, budget and it earned 302.5. This one was maximum $155 million budget. Obviously, you have to take and care of obviously marketing and shit, but it earned 375.7. So obviously, it earned a bit more because it cost a bit less for the fact that obviously. <laughs> There was a lot less CGI. So the first one, obviously, yeah. a lot of that money went into CGI. Obviously, bad CGI for the fact of its time. But uh, obviously, there was that incident there. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I will give credit as well for this. Uh, obviously, I wasn't a big fan of Snake Eyes Mask in the first one. The mouth looks a bit weird. Obviously, they got rid of that mouth now. It's just like a, a proper sort of like flat surface. So it looks a lot nicer. It looks, obviously, matches more of the. One they've used for the new movie, yeah. So it looks a lot better and looks a lot less weird. So it's going to be a lot of a smoother transition between this movie and that. Well, movie obviously, now. there's a big difference in the new one as well. Obviously, the the visor in the new one, obviously, it can come down. It's like a moving visor, yeah. isn't it? Obviously, I showed you the trailer earlier for it, and it's mm-hmm. like a, it's a moving visor rather than it's like it's part of the helmet. But it's still going to be a bit of a smoother transition from like the very first one to this the new one. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he he's also definitely quite a good core character to watch. Like, I do think he could carry the entire solo film because, like, yeah. even though he didn't talk, it kind of works to talk. Really, well, he looks it, better. Oh, yeah, it's like, I think it just fits mm. the character and the narrative of him. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of like Mandalorian in a way. Yeah, <laughs> but he speaks. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. He doesn't really speak that much, and he's, he's pretty much just constantly in the helmet. But they all were. Like, he, he, his character works. And mm. um, even Dwayne Johnson's character works, I think, with work as a solo character. Because it's Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson works. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're missing a word. You're missing two words, actually. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Dwayne. Yes. Okay. I cannot be arsed with the whole fucking thing, okay? I shut up and go... I, and I, can't, I can't say his name without The go, Rock. The Rock. Shut up, shut up, and go watch a slow poke orgy with Pippa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the dinner this time, huh? Pippa's getting wrecked. Oh, there goes Alex. Um, All right, fuck you, go on, <laughs> cry. I will say some really cool action sequences in this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's the, the cliff fight, which is quite a cool fight. It's quite an interesting like yeah. setting for a fight on the side of a cliff of on like bun- uh, ropes as fighting ninja. It's quite interesting. Mm. Definitely remind me of like, what Daredevil pretty much did in the uh, I think series two on the side of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Definitely reminded me of that. And obviously you got the White House fight at the end, which obviously brings Bruce Willis into the fold. Obviously the yeah. OG Joe and his uh, mm. his uh, secretary Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> I do like. Like um, the action in this film compared to the previous film, but the previous one looked very cheesy. Like I couldn't take any of the previous films seriously. 
this one you can at least sit back and this is an action film. See, I think there's, that's, a lot, there's I think a lot that's the idea though. With realistic that. kind of fight. Yeah, I feel like with the first one, obviously, it was sort of. It kind of did what the second Turtles movie did. It tried to like definitely push it as like a kids movie, but obviously as a twelve A with it's sort of like definitely it's exactly like from like oh you love this series oh you'll love this like that sort of thing. Whereas this, it took the approach of the first Turtles movie, the grittier More approach, serious. which obviously does work. Yeah. But obviously, yeah, I, but I, I, I it's still it's still just slightly mm. and hinders me with the the obviously the complete cast change that does kind of. Mm. Cause, I mean, they could have established them more and still brought, obviously, like, the Rock in. And, obviously, yeah. Snooker. Because, obviously, they brought Flint in, but Flint barely did anything, really. Hmm. Obviously, out of all of them, the only, ones, the only two that really stood out of the, the two <coughs> of main ones, obviously, was the Rock and, obviously, uh, uh, Lady J. Those the only two that really stood out. Because, obviously, she yeah. was, like, the sniper and he was, obviously, the, the big muscle, whereas... Flint come in, in a sense, like a chain Tatum's type role. Yeah, I was going to say, he was like basically just like an average soldier. Yeah, he just, he just didn't really jump off the screen at me. But I mean, mm. uh, Bruce Willis was decent. Mm. He brought his usual Bruce Willis charm. Like when, yeah. you, when, you first, when he first appears, he's like, I'll have uh, some chocolates. <laughs> and then he just goes <laughs> all America. Which I'll give him even more credit for just like making him a full oh on American yeah. with that one sequence of him clicking every button in his house, drawers coming out, cupboards opening, chairs opening, <laughs> yeah. beds opening, wardrobes opening. The amount of fucking guns in that house and a fucking urban assault vehicle in his goddamn garage was ridiculous. It was just the purest of American. No wonder he's the original Joe. He's like the most like straight stand up American possible. For the fact that him, that like gave an extra point for me is just like that moment of this like this montage of his guns coming out, grenades in his fucking fruit baskets. So <laughs> now we see uh, Tom's favorite movie moment. No, I got a better one there. It's, it's a funny, but there's a moment that just rains out the two movies for me. Um, but yeah, I was just I was just I was like for fuck, and I noticed your reaction. You're like, God, that is literally just America. It's literally yeah. like one scene from um, fucking um, Team America. America, fuck yeah! That just needs to be played over that scene. They need to play that song over that scene as all these guns appear. Oh, it's oh. beautiful. Chef's kiss. That it was. Mm, but you know what wasn't beautiful? Me. When they destroyed London. Well, yeah, sure. Oh but yeah, when they destroyed London, like, that knocks you know, the point the off there. The, that that takes they the killed point the back. queen. They killed the queen. <laughs> they may have gone all America, but they destroyed our our, our capital. It's, it's the point's gone. You've lost the point there, Joe. Yeah, that's gone. <laughs> oh, the tweet now, like the, 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 the prime minister. Oh, you, you can't do it now, Alex. You can't salute now. But people who don't know, when we was watching this movie, me and Hayden saluted as our country was being destroyed. Alex sat there playing with himself. I was, no, I was yeah. playing Marvel Strike Force because you two told well, you suggested. So he's I, not I patriotic. No. You are not patriotic, son. So you can't salute it while we're talking about it. You can only salute it when it's happening. Yeah, I uh, was it, like, it maybe laughed at the idea that the prime minister is sitting there watching all this happen. He's like, like, wait, is my family in London? Oh shit. Basically, he's watching his entire family die. 
Do you know what would have been more American? Do you know been more American in that scene? Right. You blow up either Russia or North Korea instead. I feel yeah. That would have been so much more American. The and then thinking guns. you'd say Paris. Nah. Oh, no, oh talking of talking of France, uh, this oh, is, there's a scene in the movie, if people listen to it carefully. I mean, Hayden caught them and was like, wait, did they just... So basically when they're, they're setting off all these missiles and whatnot, and they're all like, okay, let's... Uh, to click them all off and they're clicking them all off and it cuts to the French one who's like won the last two obviously North Korea is the last one but the French one's actually the French is the first one to click it isn't it? Yeah he's the first one he's, he's the first one to click it and all you hear in the background before he clicks it is frog sounds you just hear like yeah. fr- frog rebuting yeah like why like, uh, it was so random and I thought I put it what the fuck did me and Hayden literally, we, we literally looked at each other and was like wait is that a frog sound then? Because it's nothing. There's none of that for any other. Yeah, countries. you like any. There's no like. Ob- I was gonna say because there's no like obvious sort of like racial stereotype with uh, any other country. Yeah. And there's France with like a cheeky little frog sound in the background. <laughs> uh, also, oh. the president was playing Angry Birds. Yeah, he was. Which is quite funny. He just sat back while they were all arguing, <laughs> firing missiles, and it is him playing his fucking Angry Birds game, going high school. I think we can all uh, agree that the best character was uh, Kim Jong Un of North Korea. I say it's Kim Jong Un. It was the idea of, like, they got someone to, someone, someone to play him, and he just uh, like should they got the guy the from the interview. They should have got the guy from the interview to play him. <laughs> and then it cuts to the scene from the interview and he blows up. Uh. <laughs> uh. Well, that was a funny inclusion. Like, yeah. Uh, most people always shy away from years in North Korea, don't they? Yeah. Because the whole part is they're trying to get all the entire world to disable that, like, to get rid of their nukes so that they, they're the only ones with weapons. And the idea, like, they've got to bring North Korea in because of all the people, they're the ones that have got hoarding all the fucking nukes. Pretty much, yeah. What's confusing, though, is that why would they... Uh, why would North Korea had agreed to even go? I say I saw, I was confused. Yeah. I was like, um, <laughs> what, obviously they would never step foot on U.S. soil. Why would they fucking be there? Yeah. Well, why would they go to a disarmament like fucking conference? They would have fucking like just not gone. Like fucking suddenly invited back saying, "Sorry, we can't come. We've got a wedding to go to. Bye." <laughs> oh. That bit was a bit confusing, but I guess if you imply if you apply the Michael Bay logic that we've been putting on for like Transformer films, just it fucking watching just let it happen, yeah. then it works. Like that random building, like random wooden shack in the middle of this field where the rocks like <laughs> chasing down these giant fucking weird looking machine tanks, and he's just like running through it. You, yep. you, you apply the Michael Bay logic, you're fine. Yeah, I like to imagine Michael Bay. He's just finished what he's finished doing some more Transformer stuff. He's walking over and sees the, the steps of this well, there, film. There's a goes, fair bit of uh, hmm, slow motion. Hmm. He comes slow in and like, Do you know what? Do you not know not what? over the top slow motion, like Michael Bay level, but like a fair bit yeah. of it here and there. Like, yeah. Especially during like some of the, the fight scenes, like to slow it down, like uh, Snake Eyes when he's shooting like uh, the shurikens. Obviously, that uh, was mm. like, slow motion, not like. Proper, proper, like Michael Bay level slow motion bang, just like a little bit sprinkled here and there, which most little films bit, tend little to. They all cut to complete speed. Yeah, like normal speed. It works the idea of you see him shooting each individual one, 
then it goes back to him still still pressing it, machine gun stuff. I guess it kind of works. The only thing I can think of for Michael Bay is uh, when we was watching American Dad before and Steve uh, bananas. The, the, the oh, <laughs> Matrix, Matrix, the Matrix dodging. Yeah, I was like, that's all I can think that's of at the moment. I've got nothing to do with G.I. Joe, but... I must say as well, I like like the uh, rain... (laughs) I like the rain and get as well, obviously, since this is the last one before the reboot. um, Mm. I like that, uh, obviously, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes have this nice little happy bro ending. Yeah. Yeah, for the fact, Mm. obviously, Snake Eyes always believed Storm Shadow was the one who obviously killed his master, but reality was Zartan. So it's, it's nice that, obviously... There's this moment where he's like, obviously, he's, he's gives me sword. He's like, not gives him the respect, and he's like, right. "Go finish this without words." We're, we're brothers again. Velociraptor. We just become best friends. It's it's a nice like moment for them to like have to end this sort of yeah. thing. Well, I will say I'm very upset. There's a the 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 actual ending was like building up so like what felt like a Lincoln Parker what I've done song and yeah. uh, oh, it, it did. didn't happen so uh, that's another that's another negative like, there you just waiting you for hear, it you could hear the, the beat, drumming the beat the, yeah. of what felt like Little what Jinger. I've done and it's, it's like, like how do I like me now he <laughs> like, holds the gun up and he's like he's gonna go what no he says he just cuts the black and then he's how do you like me now doesn't like it would be so much better. It's like it's like Michael Bay walked in Edwin's studio and it's like, okay, put he put that in secretly. And, and then as about to finish as about to finish, they caught it like, wait, what the fuck have they done there? They cut it and then just put the whole uh I'd let me now on it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh Michael Bay, he's completely ruined fucking Lincoln Park for us now. <laughs> so whenever we hear something building up the Sonic Symptom Lincoln Park we expect it to cut and then he'd say like, what are yeah, but, but that, 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 that motherfucker's like made me keep listening to the Smurfs soundtrack. So after like <laughs> sitting through three Transformers movies with that as a soundtrack, I just got it stuck in my head. And I was like, there's two albums I keep listening to. And it's just like, please just stop. Michael Bay, I hate you. Please put <laughs> me on my misery. Oh. I hate you, but love you at the same time. Exactly. Every time I literally listen to what I've done, I can just like picture like a, any scene in my head where it fits perfectly. It's like bollocks. Honestly, honestly, I if that actually was the Lincoln Park ending right at the end, I would have considered bringing back the Michael Bay Award just for that. But they didn't fucking do it. So they on you. Michael Bay Award's not coming back now because of you. It hinders the ending. It does. It builds it up and hinders it for you. Um. I'm trying to think, is anything else to say? Is there, you got anything else you want to add before we move on to favorite moments? Um, I'll add that Alex is a bitch. Alex, want to add anything there? I'll add that Hayden's. A... Oh, I'm, gonna beep, that. I'm gonna have to beep that now. Um, okay, move on to favorite moments. Uh, my bad. <laughs> I went with a bird. I went with 20, the bad one. Twenty-seven minutes. I know where to cut. That's in my notes to edit tomorrow. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think for me, my favourite moment is when Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes team up with that one fight. And it's there yeah. back to back in the fight, and that was a really nice way to go in. And obviously, that built up to the passing his sword on. And Alex is really yeah. knows he's fucked up there. I do. I, I agree with you on that one. The, the, the back touch is like. Yeah, like. Back to back team up. That was good. I think that would be my favourite as well. 
because I say I want like a bit of Caramba. That or the America scene. <laughs> America! That the American scene. That, that's up there, but, you know, because I do like Naito's character, so. So, Alex? What's your favourite going to be? Well, so, why are you turn your mic off, you idiot? Favourite moment. Dog. I don't care. Favourite moment. My favourite moment is the Abba bopping scene at the beginning. With grenades. Um, yeah. Not the grenade bobbing uh, scene. One person got topless. Okay. Yeah, it it really it really pulled my attention to the screen. <laughs> it did. It really did. Oh, really, really oh, was watching oh, playing his game, oh, and next minute he looked up, and that was it. I was like, oh, topless man. Yes. Don't get to see that very often. Yeah, you fucking day and lying bastard. <laughs> Are you talking about Storm Shadow was half naked for most of these two movies? And you're what you got you got fucking the hub on the second screen, you yeah, are. exactly. With some of your tabs. Um okay, uh, <laughs> it's time time to rate it then. I think someone's a pigeon, uh like okay, <laughs> you. Um I think for me, obviously I do like the grittier tone it takes, but I mean that little right. hindrance of the fact that it like set up everything for the first film, and it's just like okay, no, we've got new people now, and the fact that it killed like the main character of the first movie off within twenty six minutes was a bit of a kick in the nuts. Also, the what I've done was definitely needed in that end bit, and it does very much hinder there. Uh, <laughs> they blew up London. Come on, you can't do that to us. We, we, we you know, it's us. We, no. We've actually established we've given multiple MVP awards for British characters. Mm. Come on, yeah, come on. Um, but I will give credit for the gun scene. It was really hilarious. Uh, and just the round out of the first, obviously the, the plot, overall plot for the fact they actually ran it out and finished it. I'll give it respect for mm. that. But I feel like I like the first ones because it was so over the top. It was just ridiculous. Just like, what the fuck? How have they got away with like some of this stuff? But, uh, so, um, I'll take that a seven. I feel like, obviously I'm, I'm going to go high, but then I'm going to round it like, down. So like it's a high six, but I'm gonna round it to a six. Uh, just for the, those sort of points of the fact that they established some stuff and then just replaced it like there was nothing and no explanation whatsoever. Like if they explained it, fair enough, I, I would I'd probably give it very much the same as the last one. But the fact that they didn't explain it, just like oh they're gone, no explanation. You got what uh, four or five characters? No, they're gone. We got these new characters here. That was a bit of a kick in the bollocks for. If you like the first one, it's a bit of an annoying. I think in general, if, obviously for movie logic, it's a bit of a kick in the bollocks if you establish five like sort of characters and just erase them without explaining why you've erased them or like if they just said, "Oh, they're all on like a secret top mission," I'll be fine with that. Yeah. I'll be yeah. fine with that. It's just there's no explanation to where they are. They're just Let's gone. What you're, what you're saying it's like it's basically like if the first Avengers film happened, then for. Oh, she's dead. Except for Iron Man, who dies like. I thought it was me. No, it's it's her. What? You keep dying. So you said so about the first Avengers, and then the the next one, Iron Man dead. Yeah, it'd be like if in the first Avengers film they set them up, then in the second Avengers film none of them appear except for like Iron Man, who dies in twenty six minutes. Then he's got the new team like fucking Black Panther, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a bit, it, it's just a bit weird. Mm. Yeah, okay. like they'd work as their own sort of movie, like, as you said. Don't mm. don't connect. Like, literally, they could have what they could have easily done was had maybe this like deal with the aftermath of the first one, 
and obviously uh, not obviously bring Shane Tatum back, but then obviously maybe bring him back and the rest of the cast for their own movie, and maybe they intertwine this yeah. cast with that. That would probably have worked a lot better. Yeah, like they're two separate teams. Like yeah. one's team Alpha and one team Beta. But their connection is Snake Eyes. Their connection yeah. would be Snake Eyes. That'd be their like link. Yeah, because they're all seeing Snake Eyes starts off like not really with them so they could have been like snake eyes with team a yeah and then he comes to help team b because of shadow star's involvement yeah that's that that would have been yeah i've been made it so much better yeah okay so what you got you're going going with them yeah i i would give it a seven because i preferred it to the previous film and if i had to choose between watching the, pre- the first film and this film. I'm going to go with the one that was a bit more grittier and better than the over-the-top spiky drip-off. So, yeah. I prefer the, this one. Like, I, It's not the best film out there. There are better films. But it was the better the option. I mean, and the fact that we get that whole redemption for... Uh, Fucking Shadow Storm, what it's called. Storm Shadow. Shadow Storm. Turn the wrong way round. Storm Shadow. Uh, it's the wrong. You turn it the opposite way round. Because you're close Storm enough, but you did the wrong Shadow way round. It just sounds better. We'll steal, we'll steal that quickly. Put in your notes somewhere. We're yeah. stealing that. <laughs> new, new character entering the Hero Code universe. Yeah. Shadow Storm. Cool. Shadow Storm. I keep calling that a better name. I liked his redemption at least. You know, it's a bit generic. It's like, oh, it was framed, but it's still. The fact they had the redemption and the whole scene yeah. with Snake Eyes, that worked better. So it gives that extra point above the. Uh, gives it the edge. Previous. Yeah. Okay, Alex, we yeah. got. Um, same as Hayden. Um, I'm giving it a seven. Um, yeah, it got my attention a lot more uh, than the last one. <laughs> uh, not literally just because of that, but like, uh, I don't know. I just find I like the films with Rock, the Rocking. I don't know yeah. why, uh, but he's just uh, very. He draws you in a lot. Mm. I find. It's, 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 fun to, it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a, a many rock movies in cinema. It's fun yeah, to watch. Like the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, like, yeah, even the boring, weird films, he's still good in them. Even Doom? Yeah. It's a shit film, but he's good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I wish... I do wish that they kept the old characters from the last one. And then, like, The Rock could have been, like, an added party. Yeah. In. Um, but... And then they, maybe they kill really them put... then maybe kill them off as they go along, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like they which have would, to sacrifice themselves. Yeah, which would like, then like mean like the other char- these new characters could then be put yeah. into like a third film to replace them. Mm. Yeah. Or at the very end that they have to come and like help. Uh, I've but, called us some backup. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Um and then it could be like some like uh end game kind of shenanigans of uh Well then yeah. again, there was multiple times I said the Avengers theme saying like it was kicking in. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but this yeah. film has a lot of like music. So like it's got to fucking kick in, but doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love it's the opposite with this one. 
I was the seven and last one. It was the six and six from you two. And it's the other way around. I'm the six and you two are the sevens. Wow. Um, and wow. Yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so for the final time, uh, until we you know try and get the last four in to get to the uh, 69 rank, um, <laughs> that, uh, that score gives Giorgio Retaliation a Chatscape overall rating of 6.7. Yeah. It's 6.6 .6 recurring, but there's a 7 at the end, so it rounds up to a 7. Very mm -hmm. Um Okay, so MVP time. Uh, we did, <laughs> we uh, we said for the fact he had the balls to come back and just dove in 26 minutes. Chain uh, Tatum, yeah. uh, as Duke, you get the MVP award. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Magic Mike, well done. Throwing the balls it's to say, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do this team for the, I'll do this for the money. Oh, I'm, I'm going to dive in 26 minutes. Oh, fuck it. Oh, well. Um, and the, obviously oh. the... the Runner-up goes to obviously Dwayne Rock Johnson's roadblock or block as they kept calling him as Alex kept thinking they're shouting rock over and over again. Yeah, um, I kept, like you know, oh, the block off. is cooking because he's like he's a great addition to this obviously universe and obviously mm. like he's he he's kind of built for it. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he definitely was would have been a character Literally. better for the to lead the first one rather than Duke because <laughs> Duke's very generic where the Rock's got an actual personality. So mm. I feel like he would have been a better yeah. choice to lead. In the first one, but you know, Celebi didn't get that. Um, and Joan Tate is basically the, the pretty face next to him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, okay, so my question of the day uh, for the final time. Uh, obviously, this has done it, and obviously, other some other franchises have been doing it recently. Uh, obviously, they've had like installments, and it's all fucked up, and they've gone, okay, let's reboot, try something new, let's do a solo movie outing. So obviously, Transformers did it with Bumblebee. JoJo's now done it with Snake Eyes. Uh, so what other sort of franchises do you think are, are out there that have had sort of installments that have been a bit dicey you think could get this reboot focused on a character and a good example I could give you uh, would uh, obviously instead of uh, basically instead of, like, Daredevil. <laughs> instead of basically like rebooting or rem oh, so instead of remaking like the movies like, yeah. just sort of reset some stuff uh, a good example I could probably give you is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles obviously it fucked up slightly with the second movie and to rectify some stuff instead of doing this animated whatever they're doing like next year or the year after, uh, I think they could do a so with Casey Jones to, mm -hmm. fi to fix some stuff. Like they could always still have it connected, like um, have him be a cop, but have him like start off as a vigilante and then build up into him being a cop and then go, you know what? No, I'm going back to my old ways like he did in the actual film. Mm. Yeah. So is there any other sort of mm -hmm. characters you can think of in other big movies Oh, so that it has to be a movie, huh? That could get a solo rating. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of characters. Boots and that... Dora. <laughs> yeah. It's a stage right home, it's Machete. <laughs> ah! Oh my god, yeah, definitely. It's live action as well, so um, he's, just, he's just like, attached like a fake tail and like some, put some fur on him and he's just running around with his machete. <laughs> I tell you, not, well, not really, like, I can't think of any, like, shit films that require, like, to redeem itself. But I can think of a solo film that I'd like, but it's from a film that I really do like anyway, because you know me. These, these are my two favourite films. But I would like to see a solo film based purely on um, face, um, Colin Firth's character in Kingsman. Fucking, uh, sort of Henry. Yeah, to, to sort of redeem I his character see, in the second one. Yeah. I want to see like either a prequel like show me how he becomes part of Kingsman, or maybe like after like 
film showing him he's de- him dealing with his new injuries and stuff. That'd be quite cool. Because, you know, Colin Firth. Yeah, that, I, 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 I get I get that. would be interesting. Mm. Like, to fix some of the, <clears throat> the stuff from the second one a bit. Yeah, because obviously he was very, like, brought back to a lower character. Then, then got Chain Tatum just without dying. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, Chain Tatum fucking pops at the end. <laughs> Dressed as a really, really, really awkward looking suit that does not work at all. <laughs> obviously, there's one which obviously they were going to do, which brings us back to Chain Tatum, which obviously been mm. Gambit from uh, obviously X-Men Origins. So obviously, he, yes. obviously, they were going to do a Gambit movie, but then obviously Disney got the rights and whatnot, so they scrapped it all. But I mean, obviously, I don't think they should could have recast him. They could have stuck with the same guy from the Wolverine movie and done a solo way to rectify. I really liked Taylor Kitsch in that movie mm. um, to actually fix mm. the mistakes of that movie because he was spot on in that film. So yeah. a solo way to like, fix. Like Deadpool. Yeah. That, that Deadpool, exactly. That's the basic thing of they fucked fucked Deadpool in Origins, so they. did two films of Deadpool, same fucking character, same actor, same like thing, but so much more better, more redeemed. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> Do one based on fucking William's character. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, no, more William. no more William, please. That'd be funny. Uh, uh, I can't really think of any of us off the top of my noggin. Mm-hmm. I could get this sort of solo treatment to fix them. I'd say, like, maybe the Green Lantern or... Because mm. that's... Yeah, that's but... A, I mean, he's a... a he, there, yeah, yeah, like, not his character. Yeah, it's more of a reboot than anything. Which they sort of are doing with the TV series. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, like, what kind of, like, background character or side character yeah. would you see? I don't know, so really. Uh, I, I can't really think of uh, I misunderstood the question. Um, you always do. Okay, oh, I've got one. I've got one. Oh, he's got one. Uh, Max Tennyson from Ben 10. Like a backstory in <laughs> Origins. For... There is a backstory in Origins. In no, like a, a proper one. Like a proper movie of like, it. A live action one. Basically, yeah. Like, basically, to, fix, to fix the low budget TV ones. Yeah. There is actually an episode where they do yeah. that. Yeah. It shows um, how he became part of the plumbers and it also showed how he saved um, Vagina, which is um, yeah. basically. His wife, who is the yeah. big magic space I remember, magic I remember alien. That episode. No, no, I mean, like, yeah. if that was a proper movie. Oh, or, yeah. that'd be quite cool. Or, like, a movie of Gwen, Gwenten. Either Gwenten or showing her um, in college. Because there's a mm. whole, like, plot that we don't actually see where she's basically her college's superhero. Yeah. That'd be quite cool. Because <laughs> I, I, I like Gwen. I like Gwen as a character. I like the mm. like her powers as well. Like, yeah, Ben's okay, can transform to like aliens, but magic. Like, well, it's, it's not re- technically it's well, not magic. Yeah, it's, it's alien Anna. powers. She's an anti an- anodite, so mm. basically energy being. Yeah, and I. Yeah, don't set her off. Please don't set her off. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's going to be for like, an actual proper like, podcast discussion of childhood stuff. Um, <laughs> before I round it out, I, I, I got a funny story to say to you, actually. When you brought Ben 10 up, it reminded me, especially when you said Max. So recently I watched the Forever Purge, the last, the latest entry in the Purge <laughs> franchise. And there's a scene at the end when there's like a massive firefight. And in the middle of the firefight, where the characters are hiding behind, is the RV from Ben 10. 
And it, it gets shot to pieces and whatnot. And I literally turned around and went, Max would be very upset right about now. Like, he got riddled, he got shot. I, mean, I was like, what the hell? To be fair, like, in Race Against Time, the, the like, first live-action film, yeah, fucking the rust bucket gets destroyed, like, anywhere in that as well. And yeah, it no. fucking blows up in front of them. And they're like, what the fuck? I just thought it, I just thought it was hilarious. I sh- literally shouted it out loud. I was, well, no, well, to an extent, mm. I was like, mm. it, mm. you Grandpa Max fucking is going to be uh, very upset about that. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I thought I'd, I thought I'd say it since you brought up Ben Tarp. Uh, anyway, um, that's it for Chaco Podcast. And, you know, we'll see you yeah. obviously we've, we've stayed. We've got about four more in us. To just, Hayden just wants to hit that 69 number before yeah. we, we've rained out. So we'll try, and, yeah. we'll try and get them in at some point. Obviously, all the changes and whatnot, explanation-wise, <laughs> is within the reboot that's coming next week after this. Um, obviously, it's all explained now. I explained it for about five to seven minutes straight, just explaining shit. Mm. Um, and just explaining how some stuff's going to work, including Hayden's new show. That's explained in there. What? Uh, <laughs> if you watch that one, Alex, you'll, you'll see. It's, I explained it within the first seven minutes. Hayden gets her own show. Which, uh, which one's this? You, you, the new, the next one after this, you'll see, uh, you'll, you'll see, you'll see. I expl- everything's explained, so you know. Thanks for sticking with us for these sixty-five episodes, uh, Hayden. Thanks for sticking around as co-host for sixty-four. Sorry, sixty-three of those. You missed two. Oh, yeah. One because you're getting pissed. One because you're working. So yeah, thanks for sticking around for sixty-three of those. No problem. Uh, and Alex, thanks for joining for. I can't remember how many you've joined for. You joined for a few now. I feel like you got to be at least like 15. Something, yeah. something stupid like that. Um, James, wherever you are, thanks for joining for those ones as well. You joined for a few last year. <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> and Connor, obviously, right, you, already, you, already, you already know I'm thankful for the couple of you joined. Um, but, you know, co-host hey, now, so. Thank you for being the trash can that we threw our hands into. So for the final time on the... For now, on the old Chatter Cave, I have been your host, Ranking Thomas Hughes. Hi, Binky. I'm uh, going to fucking follow you home. And I'm going to beat you up, Alex. And uh, I'm the, the violent one who killed fucking Alex. I'm, I'm going to miss this. This, this, this argument between you two. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no yeah. I'm always going to argue. And this has been Chatter Cave Podcast. I'm going to die. Hopefully. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.